0: How many customers pay you directly, not through White uh, Label Partner?
1: Around like $3,000 uh, okay. directly. So that's how they pay us and through the the other, the major part like comes through like big tickets. So we have like a, an ARPU around uh, around like $10 per month um, okay. uh, when we got everything else.
0: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Paulo Tanarillo. He's building a company called Tracto.io, which is a design software for non-designers. He's got 10 plus years of experience uh, doing this designs, uh, in this sort of the design world, he has worked with hundreds of clients all around the world. Paulo, you ready to take us to the top?
1: Oh, yeah, man. Uh, thanks a lot, Nathan. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: You bet. So talk us through Tracto. It sounds like it is a pure play SaaS company for non-designers.
1: Yeah, so let me make a long story short. Uh, I was a designer my whole life. Uh, I lived in many cities in Brazil. Back in 2007, uh, I got an invitation to work in the U.S., so I moved to Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, I lived there working with motion design, CG effects for a company called Media Grabbers. Um, so I, I lived there two years in Salt Lake City. Then I was invited to work in, uh, in L.A., in Hollywood, working with big studios and everything else. Uh, So when I was moving uh, from city to city and talking to different professionals and small business, everyone had a hard time uh, trying to figure out how to do their marketing materials. That was like back while SaaS was just starting. And uh, I had no experience in startup before. Uh, I had to move back from the US to Brazil because my dad was sick. So I had to move back. I spent a year here. And then I found my co-founder and I had this crazy idea about like, all right, let's try to uh, come up with uh, an editor, an online editor that's going to make people's life easier when creating business proposals, business presentations, and so on. So that's how Tracto came to be. And what Uh, year was that? Yeah, it was a 2013. Uh, 2013.
0: Okay. And did you you start off? I mean, walk us through, you got your first 10 customers.
1: Yeah, that was like a, a, at first we started with a mobile app uh, for iPhone, iOS, and Android. Uh, I didn't thought about like creating a company. Uh, my idea was just to have a, having a tool to help other professionals and small business to be able to design like beautiful quotes and, and business proposals. Uh, but then like I got into some accelerators, uh, and then people said told me, "Hey, Paulo, uh, you need to come up with a business model." And I was like, "What? Like why?" Uh, and then I realized that I was a startup. Uh, so it took us a while at first we got our first, like 5,000, like, uh, uh, users, uh, active users, like in a week. And then that, uh, how
0: did you get the first 5,000 active users in a week?
1: It was just like branding and like going online and, and hustling like on, on forums. Paul, come on,
0: be, be specific. What, so what forums? Yeah.
1: Uh, so Facebook posting that, that was something that I did, like, that was a big thing before Instagram be- became like a thing. So a lot of posts on social media, that's how I did. Um, where did you post, where did
0: you post community. on social media?
1: Um, so Brazilian community, it's a, it's a little bit different what they have. It's, um, uh, they have a lot of different groups and people were following my story because they where we came from, which is like small city. Uh, on the northeast of Brazil, a poor region, people were not expecting us at all. so people started following me on my social media. I had like ten thousand people following me on Facebook, and every time that I posted something it was getting like reposted by a bunch of different folks so that's what was the first
0: what was the first post you put up on your personal page with ten thousand followers that started the word of mouth?
1: Oh yeah, because we got a demo day competition first place and when I posted that things went like through the roof. So it was like the first award that we got.
0: Okay. And how many now customers have you scaled to today?
1: Oh, so right now we have around like five five 500, 500,000 plus users and uh, paying clients, we are reaching about like 40,000 paying clients so far. So, okay,
0: so 40,000. So not not bad. That was a 7-8% conversion rate. Half a million free, 40,000 paid. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, uh, and uh, the way that we have the business model, we have the B2C version, uh, as we call the one that you go and do it, do it by yourself, and then we also have a white-label version with our API and SDK, and through that, we are able to tackle two different uh, markets at the same time, which is uh, uh, it's challenging but it's rewarding as well.
0: How many customers pay you directly, not through a white-label uh, partner?
1: Around like three thousand uh okay. directly. So that's how they pay us. And through the the other the major part like comes through like big tickets. So we have like a, an ARPU around uh around like ten dollars per month. Um, okay. uh, when we got everything else.
0: And that's ten dollars across three thousand. So you're doing like thirty thousand bucks a month, something like that?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yes.
0: Okay. And, and walk me through, if white-label partners are sort of your largest strategy in terms of user acquisition, can you sort of paint that picture? Who is your biggest white-label partner, and how do you work yeah. with them?
1: Uh, so uh, when we talk about white-label, people have a misconception about what white, the modern white-label are. Uh, it's basically an API and SDK that you can customize the editor for yourself. So we have a big educational group. That's using our API uh, to be able to have a white label online online editor. So they have like thousands of schools all over Brazil, and what they do, they use our editor to distribute their marketing materials. So they create like a marketing campaign, and with one push, like uh, some guy that manages a like, small school in some other uh, part of Brazil, they're able to access immediately that file that prior to Tracto was using uh, Photoshop or like PowerPoint to be able to customize some marketing materials. So this is like one client. The other ones are tech companies. We have a company called M Labs, which is like a social media scheduling tool. They use... Oh, sorry,
0: uh, hold on. To go back to your first example. So who are you selling the white label version to? And then like who's been distributing it to thousands of people? Like what's the name of the white label partner?
1: Uh, no, no, it's just that we are doing by ourselves. So this is a client that I just mentioned. It's called Santillana. This is a, a big educational group from Spain actually. And can you
0: uh, name yeah. a white label partner though. That's, that's what I'm curious about. Can you name a white label partner right now? I'm bringing you lots of users.
1: No, no, we don't have like a, a partners. What we do, we have clients. So we have a, a white label, uh, a team sales, uh, inside Tracto. So that's how we distribute, uh, our white label.
0: What do you mean by white label? Just It says you just remove Powered by Tracto?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, got it. So when you say white label, you're not selling your software to like MailChimp and they're using your tool inside of MailChimp so that people writing email newsletters can customize designs. When you say white label, you mean you have a premium plan where you can remove Powered by Tracto
1: no no that's like exactly what you mentioned like the one that like a mailchimp kind of uh kind of use of tracto so people so who who is
0: your equivalent of mailchimp that's what i'm asking
1: oh yeah it's called M Labs right now uh, M Labs. yeah it's uh it's one of the largest like uh social media scheduling too so we are not like selling in the us uh yeah uh so that's our plan for 2021 okay
0: so M Labs pays you to white label Tracto and M Labs and sells that to their customers and pays you a little cut.
1: Yeah, that's So what they do, they actually have like the editor that, that their their uh, their clients are able to customize their social media content using our editor, uh, and then like uh, we charge a monthly fee based on usage. Uh, depending on what kind of features they want, like background removal, specific fonts, like some kind of specific rendering. So we have a specific set of, uh, of features that we charge by usage.
0: And what is the usage metric? So it's you know, give me an example. It's 10 bucks if they edit 10 images, what's the metric?
1: Yeah, uh, right now we are. Uh, they have been with us like for about a an year, and what we've realized it's uh, some people like they get back like every day using like in a heavy uh, way, and some people just come like once a week and do some social media or whatever like fast posting that they have. So the metric that we use is active users. Uh, people coming and creating new documents. So we charge based on the creation of new documents, and also per seat as well, so and uh, as, as you have like an active user, uh, then we can scale that up with the amount of uh, documents that they're creating.
0: I see, got it. So so weekly now today, how many documents are being created across your entire platform, direct customers and white label, do you know?
1: Yeah, I have that number. It's around like uh, 40, uh, it's, uh, it's in between like this week, it's like it's, it's going to be like 48 to 50,000 like new documents uh, every week. Uh, mm-hmm. we had a month that uh, we reached almost like a million new designs, like in a month. So that was mm-hmm. good. Uh, we have now better instrumentation using amplitude, so, uh, mm-hmm. it's getting better right now.
0: That's great. And, 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 I mean, walk me through sort of what your team looks like today. Have, did you do this sort of by yourself or what's your team look like? Yeah.
1: And man, like, that's the thing. Like we have like a 24, uh, uh, uh people on the team, including the two founders, um, and, uh, so as I mentioned before, Tracto, uh, raised it so far around like 500, uh, thousand us dollars, uh, Brazilian currency right now sucks. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that's five to one and makes everything smaller, but, uh, um, yeah, it's
0: even worse than it's even, well, it's a little worse than five to one.
1: Yeah. It's five thirty to one. Yeah. yeah so you've uh, raised,
0: so you've raised 500,000 bucks. You've got 24 people on the team. How many of those 24 people are engineers?
1: Uh, six of them are engineers. Uh, and, uh, it makes it between like junior and senior levels.
0: Mm, and do you have any quota carrying sales reps or no?
1: Uh, we do, we actually have, but it's just like a team of two. So it's like a, okay. a, a, a small team that we do, but we have a, a bigger team for customer success that goes like up to six. Um, this is how it goes.
0: Interesting. And, um, are most of these folks remote or do you have an office that they all come into?
1: Yeah, no, before the pandemic, everything was local and we had like few people uh, working remotely. But right now, everybody's remote. Uh, people love. We have a beautiful office here. Um, and uh, it's becoming like a new studio and a kind of like, um, let's say, a, a co-working space, uh, mm-hmm. basically. So people go there when they want. Things are better here in Masaya. So we have one of those. Well, where are you? Masaya? It's like a city on the northeast of Brazil. It's by the beach. I see. It's like the Brazilian Caribbean. So
0: you're living you're living the life. All right.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so so talk to me a little bit about sort of sustainability, right? Obviously to keep serving your customers, you've got to have cash in the bank. How much are you guys burning per month right now?
1: Uh, right now, we're doing like $15,000 per month. Uh, it's not as bad. Uh, and the reason why we are burning, uh, it's because we want to move faster. We just got in, accepted into a really nice accelerator, I'm really proud to be part of the Venturi City team. They're based in Miami, uh, Laura is the CEO. We just got on, on the batch and we got like $100,000 um, uh, investment right now. Uh, How much
0: equity do has, they take?
1: Uh, actually, they take six percent of the next round, uh, and they have like a threshold that you must raise more than a million and a half dollars. So they're able to cash in. If we are not able to cash in, then like uh, they're not gonna get a cut. So it's so they
0: well. So let's say you go raise one point four million. Their one hundred k they gave you is free money. They get no equity.
1: They get no equity, like from this perspective. But then if we keep growing and once we reach like a bigger check, then they get the six percent. Doesn't matter the valuation.
0: What if you never raise after that, after them and then you go sell the company? Do they get a cut?
1: Yeah, they lose their money uh, at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But if we sell, then they get a cut out of
0: that. Okay. So they don't they don't lose their money, right? If you do nothing yeah, yeah. after they give you money and you and you sell, they, they get a cut. What six percent?
1: Yeah, six percent.
0: I see. I see. Interesting. Uh, okay. And what was that studio called? Uh, which one, what was the name of the accelerator?
1: Oh, it's the venturi city
0: Uh, venturi city.
1: Yeah. So Lara was like the head of growth for Facebook for a long time. And she decided to leave the company. She's Spanish, uh, based in the U S and the company is like, uh, the accelerator man, like it's data driven, uh, growth, which is like, uh, one of the best programs that I have been, uh, since I started Tracto. That's
0: great. Talk to me, you know, driving sort of stacked revenue and SAS is tricky at this price point because small businesses go out of business. What is your gross revenue churn look like right now?
1: You know, we have around like 6% of, uh, revenue growth, uh, revenue churn. Um, uh, but also monthly or we- annually, huh? monthly or annually? Monthly.
0: Monthly. Okay. So 72% annual revenue churn.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but one thing that happens with Tracto, Tracto uh, as a design software, it depends a lot. Like we fight with Canva, uh with some other tools that they are like hyper funded right now, uh, so they're able to uh push like the a better premium version. And that's one thing that we are working right now to make it better and we are focusing a lot on the Brazilian market right now uh, even though we have clients like in many different countries but the main focus is to conquer the Brazilian market and become the number one to uh, design tool for small business even though when it's small business they go out of business the entrepreneur himself needs to position himself sometimes with a new business meaning that they need a new logo they going to need like social media posts. So actually we grew more than 300% like since the pandemic started, which is like a sweet thing for us.
0: Well, so you said you're doing about $30,000 a month today in revenue. Yeah. What were you doing exactly a year ago?
1: Uh, around like uh, $15,000. Uh, we didn't 15. have a white label. We didn't have like uh, a lot of different things that we have right now. So.
0: Got it. So you're doing about $15,000 a month. So you've yep. doubled year over year.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, got it. What, what were you meaning to say then when you just said that you tripled during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, it's because like a design software, it's a, it's a different beast when you talk about startups. Um, people
0: yeah, but sorry, what what tripled? What do revenue didn't triple, it doubled over the last 12 months. What were you talking about in terms yeah. of triple? Is it and usage or something? The of,
1: yeah, the amount of uh, uh, paying clients and active users. Okay. We use bare metrics and we have the open data if people want to check out because it's connected to Stripe, which is our main gateway. You go through tracto.barometrics.com and then you can check out how you're doing churn and ARPU and everything else. So I, yeah. I made sure that we had the open data for our revenue and everything else.
0: This looks great. Let's wrap up here, Paula, with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book.
1: Oh man, I have one here, The Messy Middle from Scott Belsky.
0: The Messy Middle. It's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO
1: you're following or studying? Uh, yeah, uh, I follow close uh, two women's actually. Uh, Laura from the City. She's helping and teach me a lot. And the other one is Emilia from uh, Growth Hackers. Uh, she's, uh, she's a monster. Man.
0: I agree. She's Emilia Jaga. She's great. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Tracto?
1: Online tool to build Tracto? Just a tool you okay. use. Yeah, I would say like Firebase changed everything on Tracto, so Google Firebase.
0: Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? How many? Sorry, you didn't get o- hours of sleep.
1: <laughs> uh, four, maybe five. In a good day, I have two kids as well, so let's say nothing.
0: <laughs> two kids and married. Yeah, yeah. H- a- how old are How old are you, Paulo?
1: <laughs> I'm f- I'm gonna be forty next year. Like my
0: oh, oh, exciting. Okay, last question. What do you wish you knew when you were twenty?
1: Man, ah, uh, I wish I knew what a startup was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guys, there you have it, Tracto helping non-designers create designs. They've got 3,000 paying customers that pay on average $10 a month, so $360,000 in ARR in terms of run rate. That's up from $180,000 a year in terms of run rate just 12 months ago, so doubling year over year. They've raised about $500,000. They're burning $15,000 in net burn monthly as they reinvest in growth. Team of 24 as they look to continue to scale. Paulo, thanks for taking us to the top.
1: Man, thanks a lot. Let's go.